In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors. Scheming, plotting, and other words for that. The associates are already sick of the fresh air and hospitality of the country, and are ready to get back to their smog and car horns. To do this, the Skinners gotta go. Well, according to their directive, anyway. Sometimes you just need a good old brainstorm. You head back to the hotel, and, and Saul's putting the finishing touches on uh, this, this canister. And fucking done. Awesome. Perf- perfect. Hey, hey guys. How how did uh how'd it go? It's it's been a day. I don't think I can do this much longer. Like um people Do what? People <laughs> We need to get Sufanji back to the healthy polluted air of the city. That's a great way to say it, but sure. I tried, Saul. I mean, I tried to be a normal person shopping in a store, and I was kind of... A little bit out of their element. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but we have the things we need for the tire spikes, so once we make these, um, we should be good to go, right? Yeah, um, I see you guys got some duct tape. It's gonna be a little bit wonky working with duct tape, but it'll do. Um, where are we gonna you set this up? You just punch it through. Yeah, we we can we can do it with this stuff. It'll just take me a little bit, but we can definitely get it all figured out. Um, I think next we just need to know a good like choke point or something to set this up on. Like definitely part of the path that they're not gonna that they have to go through. You know, right? And I'm thinking somewhere there's a turn. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, just so we can kind of surprise them as they're. As they're we just gotta be careful because we don't want them to go. No, you know that'll be fine if they go off the road and they have to replace a tire. That's not a big deal. Well, well I'm sh- sure they're used to it. Well, Abel actually anticipated this, and we've returned with a tire kit for them. No, for us, in case we need to take it. I'm assuming that was the thought process, right, Abel? Well, I kind of had the thought that one, we could, if for some reason they could not repair their own tire. We could happen upon them, offer to help them repair their own tire, and in the process, plant the things we need to plant. Or B, if we need to make a quick getaway and forget to pull up the strips, or they shoot out a tire, we have a tire repair kit uh, once we get to a safe space. Or C, it's a large enough case that we can use it to smack somebody in the face. Okay, I dig. Okay. I dig. The, I like it. I dig the versatility. I think you would make. I think you would make an excellent assassin, Abel. Thanks. How does Thanks. that feel um, as a compliment? 
Thank, thanks. I guess. Um, I'm gonna make this uh, tire strip. Sure. Just uh, remember, like, double, triple layer that duct tape. And try to put maybe this uh, part of the sticky sides up so that we can, like, layer it with some shit so it, you know, doesn't necessarily look like it's a trap. Well, yeah, I mean, I figured we would kind of nest it into the road for uh, a I, while before. I gotcha. That's a good idea. Um, is Soifungi okay? She seemed a little, like, stressed out. Like, really stressed out. Yeah, I think she's just, uh... Family matters? Oh. Oh, okay. I didn't... Family matters. Yeah. Is something going on with her sister? Didn't she say her sister was in town, but wasn't that back Yeah, in I don't know. I don't know if it's like a... If it's like a work... Work relationship issue, or if it's like a... a family assassin... Like, I don't know what's normal for... Their their dynamics. Yeah, family seems a little strange with assassins. Just wanted to ask, like, I know last time we got a job for Sahara done, we kind of all went splitsies for a little bit. And I didn't mean to bail on everybody, but what are your plans when we get back in the city? Uh, my plan is to get the fuck out of this whole Sahara business. Um. Okay. I I just wanted to, you know. I want out, so... No, I, I get that. I want out, too. I just... I got some questions that need to be answered, and like I said, when we were driving away, I think the best bet is for them... Um, those questions be answered when... Uh, I don't know. I, I gotta be a little bit closer to the source to, to answer them, so... Um, I don't know. I If... I'll, I'll keep in contact better this time, and I promise you, if I suddenly go quiet, like, for an extended period of time, like, more than two days, either assume I'm dead, or something's happened at Sahara. I'll try to keep you guys in the loop, though, with everything I figure out, if I can get closer to the source and figure more things out, though, because I'm sure both of you guys want to know about stuff as well. Look, Saul, I've... <sighs> I found a, a lot, found out a lot, um, about my life that I never wanted to know in the past couple weeks. I'm kind of tired of finding shit out, and I just want to move forward, and, uh, I mean, if, if this is important to you, and it's holding you back, then, yeah, well, I'll help you look into it, but... Oh, you don't, you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with like i i can do all this stuff i just want you to know that if i go dead quiet like no radio like full radio silence no communication whatsoever it's not because of you guys something's happened that's all you like you did last time no last well yeah but i i don't think i was clear enough with what was going on last time and that that probably caused some issues I mean, it didn't cause issues, though. It just showed me what I needed to do. What I need to do is get the fuck out of this business. Okay. I only got into it in the first place to try to help people, and the only thing I've ever done since the hair has entered my life is hurt, like, hurt myself, hurt others, hurt me. Granted, you know, I was able to kind of help Zevlin out of a bind, but... I think I could have done that without Sahara's involvement. Or at least, I don't know, I wouldn't have gotten so wrapped up in the Kennedys to not see what was going on in the first place. So, if that's the case, like, what's the plan after you get the chip out? Like, are, are you going to go after the Kennedys? Are you going to leave Pilates entirely? Or... I'm going to try my best to disappear, so... Okay, that's fair. I just... Just want to know what's up. Um, I mean, honestly, I've been imagining my future a certain way, and to see that just go up in smoke. Whether it was a real uh, a reality or a possibility or not, I don't know. I don't know what my future is now. I don't really know what I'm uh, trying to accomplish. Well, well, if you definitely have to leave, I. 
I got some, I don't know, I have maybe like two people I know back in the city who can, I don't know, maybe get you some work or something. That's the, you know, that's the least I can do. You, you definitely have helped me. You, I mean, you guys got my body back when, when everything went down and I appreciate that. So I, I'm not trying to leave you high and dry. I just want not trying to leave Soifan G high and dry either. I just want you guys to know what's going on on my end, and I I totally understand and get what you're saying with you. So no hard feelings, nothing like that. Just do what you gotta, and um, I'll I'll be in touch if um anything I figure out is directly related to you or the people you care about. Okay. Yeah. Soifan G silently emerges from around the corner. And says, "No, holy shit, Sufaji! Uh, Don't do that." I'm sorry. I just, I just like a fucking wraith. Yeah, I have a habit of doing that. Um, I just wanted to say that I think after this chip is gone, you'll truly be free, and you can do whatever you want. And I myself, wherever I am, um. I'll always be here if you need me, and I'm sure the same thing for Saul. Uh, granted, we survived this mission. Um, I don't have much of an opportunity to say this, um, but I support whatever you choose. We're, we're in your corner. Okay, just as a quick heads up, though. If there is a situation where we die in this mission, like that's dire, I say we draw straws. Because I don't want to be the one to die again. We need at least one person out of the three of us to stay alive to grab the chips from our bodies. So, it's all saying this all like with a dumb, goofy grin on his face. Um, well, I'm going along the route of not dying. Um, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to have a backup plan. Noses, not it. Let's just try not to die. <laughs> no. Not it. Not it. Noses. Uh, what are you doing? Noses. Not it. Able touches her. Ah, so fun, G. If if somebody has to die, it's you. Uh, wait, wait, wait! I don't think this is fair. I've never experienced high school. <laughs> I don't. <I've> never. <laughs> I don't know what this is. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. It's a binding contract from olden times. Okay, and it, it just means I retrieve the chips. No, no. It means that if we need a meat shield, you're the meat shield, and we'll keep your chip safe. Oh, um, yeah, um, I don't plan on dying, so... I never like, said. I said just in case. Okay, you're the one who said if we survive, so technically you do plan on that there's the chance that we could die. I mean, there's always a chance that we could die, but there's I'm also... a chance you could die while you're pooping we, on the toilet. Come on. Why are we dying? We're just planning My brain life. almost got exploded at, at the arcade, so... <laughs> That's always yeah, but that's because you're going through an emotional crisis and you've been making less than stable choices. So maybe we just, you know, like back it up a smidge. So so it's 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 later. You've you've done all your prep work. Um, you've kind of, uh, you know, made any plans that you need to make in case you don't come out of it. And uh, you have you have arrived at your your ambush location and and hidden the truck, um, planted the uh, the strip across the road. Um, so this is like a, this is like a, a asphalt road, like a concrete road. Um, so do you do anything to hide it? Is there snow? Not really. It's, um, it's like September. I would just say try to cover it sticky side. I'm assuming the sticky side is up where the, one of the sticky sides is up where the, the nails are actually pointing upward. So we just like cover it in dirt and road debris. Okay. That yeah, yeah. we try to find as much sort of natural-looking debris as we possibly can. Yeah, just like throw it over the road. You know, lay it, and then just put it on top of the the, the thing so it it weighs it down and also kind of camouflages it a little bit. All right, who's doing this? 
Um, I guess Saul will. Okay. I will need a conceal slash reveal object roll. Oh boy. That's a 12. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you kind of, you guys, all three of you kind of looking at it cockeyed like, I mean, from a distance, it's hidden. Uh, from a distance. Yep. Um, and you can start to, you can start to hear, cause like this road is pretty fucking empty. Um, but you can start to hear, uh, three distinct engines, um, coming in your direction. Shit. It's three vehicles. Three, yeah. Three engines. Fuck. Okay. Wait, there's more than one truck. Fuck. Uh, we just got to roll with yeah. it. Okay. 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 Um, all right. Who's, who's, you can, you can do that weird thing where you like almost disappear here and it, so I will hand hand the canister over to Soyfungi. Sneak on if you can and put it on the thing. It's not super hard. All you have to do is screw it on the top of the canisters. Okay? Got it. Getting into position. Uh, so are you hiding by the road then, Soyfungi? Yeah. Okay. So stealth roll for you. And Abel's got pea brain out and is going to go back yeah. to the truck. Yeah. Okay. The truck is... So I will hang with Abel okay. at the moment. Yeah, the truck is concealed, so I don't need you guys to make a stealth roll. If the truck doesn't have to make one, neither do you. 21. 21. Yep. You're like a skin suit. Um, you've, you've said before that it like, it kind of, um, it can kind of change. Uh, yeah. So you, you kind of like emulate the, the grasses and dirts, um, with it. It's now camouflage. Uh, and, um, you kind of like crouch behind a shrub that's nearby and uh you're pretty sure you're hidden so ready to go yes um the engines continue to get closer uh and then as they pull around the corner uh you can see them um the first vehicle is a uh a black car like a company car it's um it's kind of like half a bullet if it was cut lengthwise uh with like these um like thick wheels um there are a probably i mean the gla- the tint the windows are completely like black tinted um you can't tell who many how many people are inside um just behind that is a sleek back van uh with no distinguishable traits um or features it's just kind of it's a van um and then uh, at the back uh, there is a uh, motorbike. This person's got a helmet on and a motorcycle suit and a shotgun slung around their back. And uh, they get close to, or they, they get to the, the trap. Um, the, the car drives over it with no issue. The van um, loses, uh, two tires, one in the, one on the front passenger side, one on the back driver's side, um, and, and sputters to a stop. Uh, the motorbike, um, pulls, pulls to a stop and then, you know, flips their, uh, their visor and gets out to, to inspect the damage. After like a couple of seconds of the, uh, the motorcyclist is, you know, looking at the tires, looking at the road, sees the spikes, and then goes and taps on the window of uh, the the van. The car has stopped. They have they have uh, stopped a, a little ways up the road and uh, drive back to where the van is stalled out. Um, and uh, out of the car steps four burly-looking Biotechnica uh, security officers wearing their uh navy blue with like a kind of like a a a laser blue uh insignia and then um one of the or the the passenger in the front of the van gets out and uh opens the the cargo compartment uh to fish for like a jack so just for clarification there's four armed guards one motorcycle rider that is armed and one person that is uh going to be fixing this vehicle at the moment yes where are you Saul? with with you i mean uh saul's just 
waiting for any i'm assuming you're you're speaking this stuff out loud as p brain spots it yeah so i could send p brain up and like kind of i don't know make it rustle around somewhere so it draws some of the guards so you can sneak in and and tag the van but i mean do we know if this is a mark i think so i don't know why they would be with biotechnica armed guards I, i feel like I don't know. Um, Soifan G. And Saul will kind of like whisper into his agent calling Soifan G at the same time. Soifan G, can you hear us? I can hear you. Um, it seems that there are more people than expected it. And they're, do they have guns? Yeah, it looks like it. At least that's um, what Peeburn can see. Yeah, you can, can tell. You, get- you can tell. So the, the, the motorcyclist has a shotgun slung on, his, on their back. Um, the, uh, the guards, uh, that stepped out of the car have like SMGs at their hip. Um, and the one that was like the passenger in the car has like a, has like a handgun, um, in a holster. Can can you get into the back of that vehicle and, you know, attach everything or do you need us to make a distraction? Uh, they're a little close to a vehicle, to the vehicle, a distraction, um, maybe the best option. Um, I'll try and see how close I can get. Uh, do I need to do, like, a stealth roll? Uh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Natty 10, 36. Yeah, so... You can... I mean, you're you're in the, in the bushes. There's a van. There's The van is, like, you know, directly in front of you. Um, the guy that's chain, trying to change the tires is on the opposite side. Um, the motorcyclist is kind of looking around and the four, uh, guards at the car kind of chit-chatting amongst themselves, half paying attention, half not, um, where specifically are you wanting to go? Uh, towards the back of the truck. Um, the, uh, first I want to like get under it to see if there's like, I'll like see if I can open it and then like go under it. Okay. Well, uh, a tw- I mean, a 26 is still probably not good enough for them to, the, the motorcyclist would certainly see you. They're behind the, they're behind the truck or the van. Is there any way to veer off or divert to you? I'm, I'm trying to, exp- I'm trying to explain it as well as I can. So the, the car is in the front. Um, it's, right. it's kind of facing the van right now, direction wise. And there's four guys kind of standing between the front of the van and the front of the car and and chatting um the motorcyclist is near their bike at the back of the van um both groups have line of sight on your bush the only person that can't see you right now is the driver of the van and the passenger who is changing the tire Okay, um, so if I already rolled, like, I'm already, like, moving towards it, right? No, that's, you don't have to I'm... be, you don't have to be, I, I can, you can say, I'm going to sneak once there's, once there's a distraction and use that roll, but I'm kind of, expe- I'm kind of expecting somebody else to say, she's gonna sneak and this is how it's gonna happen, because, like, if you just start, if you just start to go with no help, you're gonna get caught. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's no foliage around, right? There's or like what? little shrubs and stuff around. Okay. I'm gonna send pea brain um, into a shrub about forty yards in front of the car and have it like rustle around inside the okay. bush. Yeah. You see. You see the uh, the cyclist perks up um, and and looks towards towards that direction. Um, and then, like, says something into their helmet, and the four guys uh, that are in front of the car, um, you know, click their click their guns on and and go off in that direction. And as soon as I see them headed that way, I'm gonna have it like rustle into the next bush and just kind of like make it seem like it's oh, basically draw them away. Yes. So for those of you, yeah, keeping score at home. 
there's there's now three people still at the vehicle two two that are not paying attention to anything going on one that is hey it's your game master over here gavin this is the part where i ask each of you to send just a little bit of support you can follow us on twitter at roll warriors and send us a tweet or two we'd be happy to hear from you secondly we have a patreon page if you have a little bit of extra money and want to share it with us it's only five dollars a month to become an esteemed member like billy young daniel sittler and james Beatty. This membership includes bonus episodes that you get to suggest. Say, for example, you want to hear us roleplay classical literature stories retold with uh, household pets as the main characters. We'll do it. Actually, that one sounds pretty awesome. Good job, me. Just go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors to join the party. In case you haven't heard... We have a website, so you can get all the juicy deets on the cast and the characters. You can check it out at rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. That's basically it for ads, unless you want to at me, Red Vines. Catch you guys in the next one. Okay, figuring out the next plan of action here. Okay, and the, dri- and the driver is the one that can see me, right? No, the, the cyclist. The cyclist, okay. Hey, Saul. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, you wouldn't happen to have made an extra bomb, would you? No, no, I didn't think we would need one out here, nor do I think it would be a good idea. Because then okay. they definitely know something's up with humans. Um, shit. Um, I know what I could do. Give me, give me five minutes. So I was going to start, like, I don't know, jogging as, as far away from the road as able. And then when he's, say, 200, 300 feet out, he's going to give his best Sasquatch, Sasquatch call impression, which is basically just, like, a dude putting fucking cupping his hands over his mouth, going, oh, just, like, loud as hell. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, the cyclist turns in that direction. Um, says something into their helmet, and the person in the in the van, the the driver, uh, gets out, um, pulls the pulls a a handgun off their holster, uh, and goes in in uh, your direction. Now, when they walk away, uh, the the one that's changing the tire uh, stands up and um, calls the cyclist over, uh, and then they start talking. After after a second, uh, the cyclist, it, you know, goes to the front of the tr- truck to uh, the driver's door. All right. As soon as the cyclist walks away, Sofunji books it as quickly and quietly as possible uh, to the back of the truck. And uh, is it locked, or am I able to climb inside? Um, so the back one of the one of the back doors is open because the the. Uh, the one guy got the like the the toolkit from the back um so so one of the doors is currently open okay um i climb inside and close the door as quickly as quietly as you can of course yeah very quietly all right um i pull out the canister i'm looking around so and... yeah the inside of this truck um it's uh like cooled um you can like see like uh, little wisps of of like uh, cold air, uh, and it's very frigid in here. Not that you would notice, uh, really. Um, but there's three um, kind of large tanks. They look like um, like pressurized air tanks, um, and they've got like gauges and stuff set up on them. Uh, there is also like a, a a few crates. One is like half open and you can see some like guns and boxes marked with chemical identifications and stuff like that. Alright, um, can I do a perception check to see how many guns there are? Yes, that's fine. Okay. Uh, roll to eight. My perception is sixteen twenty-four. Um, so this is like this, there's like two boxes, um, probably about, uh, like 20 assault rifles. Um, and half a dozen uh, handguns. Okay, um, I grabbed three handguns. Okay. Um, 
and I take the container um, and twist it onto the canister. All right, you see like a little green light uh, kick on on the canister. Um, and then after a couple of seconds, like there's like a low hiss. After a couple seconds, the, the green light turns red. Hey, Saul, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, what, what's up? <laughs> what's okay, up? Okay, um, canisters connected, and it looks like the chemicals are mixed. Uh, what is it looking out, looking like out there? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of far away from the road. I'm just making... Oh, 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 oh. I was, I was, I'm the one making those noises. Can I? Can you make um, a stall check for me, Saul? Sure. I don't think it's going to be very good. Um, let me get that D10 roller up. Okay, that's a six. So my stealth. Oh, actually, that's pretty good. That's an 18. Okay. Um, so, like, you're trying to... You can see, like, this person, um, this this guard uh, with his handgun out, kind of, kind of, like checking around the area and every time he hears you call um he kind of he turns in that direction and heads that way so you're kind of just like ducking from from cover to cover uh trying to keep out of his sight mm-hmm. uh but so far he, your 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 game of cat and mouse is working solid yeah there's some dude with a gun out here looking for me but i j- just get out of there okay. quick all right uh i'm heading out now do whatever you can get out of there real quick man because we gotta we should we shouldn't be here longer than we need to be. Okay, heading out now. Stay safe out there and try not to be seen. Um, Sorfungi then makes her way to the edge of the car, um, slowly and quietly cracks the door, and then peers outside to check for bodies. Uh, the, the, you can hear the two, um, on the outside of the car, or, you know, around, uh, like the right-hand side, um, where the, where the driver is. And um, they're they're both talking. Uh, the cyclist is is um, explaining to the um, the one changing the tire that it's going to be maybe you know five minutes before another vehicle can arrive here with the uh, second spare tire that they need um, because apparently they only had one. <laughs> All right, Sarfuji steps down onto the ground, slowly closes the door. And then makes her way back to the bush. All right, another stealth roll. Okay, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so you uh, you dive back behind the bush uh, just as a or just as the guy comes around back to the back of the fan. Uh, when he gets there, you can hear him say, "Huh, I thought I left this door open." Sarfonji stops for a second and then breathes. And um, says into her agent to Saul and Abel, "Hey guys, reinforcements are on the way. We have about four minutes to clear this place. Let's let's get out of here then. All right, where Come where on. are we rendezvousing? Get get back to the truck, or just get I don't know, maybe hide. Yeah, get back to the truck as fast as you can. I'll I'll meet you there. All right, Sarfunji out. Sarfunji makes her way to the truck and waits okay. for Abel and Saul. Okay. All right. Well, Abel's been there the whole time." <laughs> Abel's got Abel's just you, you can see her kind of like in a trance almost um, as she's piloting pea brain uh, dancing these guys around nearby. Yeah, it's probably the most fun she's had this entire trip. <clears throat> cool. Okay, so um, Sarfoji taps Abel's shoulder and hands her one of the handguns that she took from the truck. Abel just takes it without looking at it. Um, Fuck, where'd you get this? Um, I found it in the truck. Hopefully we won't need it, but this is probably the best that we have to defend ourselves. Um, where's Saul? And He's I making we'll... the, that Wookiee noise uh, off, in, <laughs> off in the, the distance. Okay. Um, re- reinforcements are on the way, um, so hopefully you can make it here um, before they... Apparently they're bringing another tire. Do you mind keeping a lookout to make sure he's not being followed back to the truck? Because if he is, we need to uh, dispatch whoever's following him ASAP. Yes, of course. Okay. Um, do I need to do a perception check? He's kind of far away. Uh, I mean, you can watch the road from Saul's perspective. So uh, you're getting it's it's start, you're starting to sweat because this guy is like, you know, 
just within a few feet of your hiding most recent hiding space uh and he's kind of like mm-hmm. he's kind of like rifling around uh checking shrubs and um things like that and um the like you hear his radio kick on and uh he says into it nah it's just sound like some sort of weird animal out here strange every time i every time i look for it it moves well it's the nature of bigfoot bro what Saul didn't say anything he's just like whispering to himself that's the nature of bigfoot bro uh he says are you sure all right well yeah i didn't i didn't find anything really compelling out here okay heading back now Saul will just keep laying like underneath the scrub brush i guess that he's probably laying underneath for like a minute more until the guy leaves and then start crawling back sneakily back to the truck he's gonna while he's doing that he'll pull out his agent and like take a minute to just lay there and text toy fungi be like uh everything's okay be back in a minute dude um you as you get this message uh you see another black sleek car uh pull up from uh, a distance and uh, a guy sitting in it steps out um, with a tire, and they they begin working on the second tire of this van. So watch your steps, all reinforcements has arrived. That's that's fine. I should be okay. I'm just coming back to the truck. Um, we just gotta let them go, I guess. Oh, wait a minute more. You just tell me when when they've kind of all moved away. Yeah. So a, a few more minutes, and um both tires get changed the the four guys that were following pea brain around kind of come back um they're they're kind of chatting uh, amongst themselves they look a little disappointed um that there was no action uh and then they all pile back into their car the uh van uh gets a move on the um the motorcyclist pulls up the strip of nails that you guys have put on the car, on the road uh, and kind of like balls it up and sticks it in their motorcycle pack and uh, all of the people back get back into their their respective cars and start driving back down the road Woo, okay looks like they're leaving brain's gonna follow okay as as soon as Saul hears all of that he's gonna get up and start like kind of dashing back to the truck to get in and follow as soon as possible but he is going to throw a glance over his shoulder can i roll a perception to see if the call attracted any bigfoots sure let's see what we get there oh that's a four plus my perception that's a what is that that's a 16 yeah um there is there is a lone like uh kind of like arctic fox looking creature um, standing like on a on a rise, uh, just kind of staring at you. I know you know what I did here. And then Saul's got to keep running and get into the car as quick as possible. brain is following um closely behind the uh convoy at a safe distance you guys are driving a little back from that uh probably safe enough or far enough away that they can't hear your engine um and eventually uh after probably um like 40 kilometers uh the uh, cars all pull to a stop outside a um, like densely kind of forested area on the uh, northern side of this big open area. Uh, there are four like tents with um, probably about half a dozen uh guys in in kind of like army army fatigues and they 
are like all heavily ar- armed um, and they meet the uh, Biotechnica convoy and uh, begin like talking to the to, uh, talking to each other. The cyclist seems to be like leading the the discussion, um, and then they unload the canisters um, and and leave them at this camp uh, and depart. So Saul, so when does that bomb go off? Does it go off when they try to use the chemical? Yeah, it should. I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's more than just the chemical. Anytime it gets like heated up too much, either. So, honestly, Saul's gonna like lick his finger and like put it out to the air. How cold does it feel right now? Is it like a balmy fifty degrees ish? Uh, no. I mean, this is you're out in the tundra. This is like, it's probably six degrees. Okay. So. When they pull it into their inside, wherever they're going to store that thing, I mean, it could go off as long as it's, you know, above 70 degrees in there. If not, we could always, you know, encourage a little fire. Okay. Um, how are we going to set the fire? I don't know. Like, any way we would normally set a fire? Or we just shoot it? Yeah, I was going to say, we have guns. We could just shoot it. That's, that's fair, but I would also like it to just go off and then we could blame it on Biotanica. Um... Okay, so does does that mean we're done here? We just have to wait for them to want to use it? I mean, we'll just wait a little bit, because they said they were going to use it pretty quickly, I, I hope, I assumed. Yeah, just stay here for now, and we'll just post up for a little bit, and then if it gets, uh, if it starts to take a little while, we'll just, we'll light it off. So, um, these, these guys look like they're, um, P-Brain's kind of still just watching things. Uh, is Did you guys plant the, the ball camera anywhere? Uh, it's up to... And the, and the truck. I left it in the truck. Okay, well, it's still in the truck. Okay. Which truck, Sifunji? Say so what? Which truck? The one that we rode in or the one that you planted the canister? The truck on? with the canisters. Um, I put it in there when I put the canister on the machine. So it's it's just like chilling in the truck facing the canister. The canisters came out of the truck, as did the two crates of guns. Oh shit! <laughs> well, I don't think uh, the camera made it off. Um, yeah. So we seem to have a bit of a problem, everyone. Um, the they didn't take the ball camera out of the truck. I should have put it on the canister. I thought they were going to use it from inside the truck. Wait, wait. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, damn. I mean, we're still following with P-Brain, right? Yeah. So as long as we get we get one thing on camera, that's fine. Yeah, I just... I mean, I honestly, this is all just gravy inside. anyway. We've already basically done the shit that we need to get done, which is once they try to use the chemical, it's going to blow up. That's fair. Sh- okay, so game plan then. Do we stay until it explodes or do we sh- get out of here? Because I think we should probably stick around and make sure that, you know, the job's done. But at the same time, if we already did everything we could, you know. Yeah, I think I I think the rest is just sort of up, up to chance. Like, we just wait for it to blow up and then just... Yeah. Wait for the fallout. We'll see what we see. I mean, we either wait or we go make it blow up. I'm not... What do we want to do? Um, we let it blow up on its own, and if it doesn't, then we blow it up. Okay, okay, so we're staying here? Yeah, I guess at least for... At least until they activate it. Okay. Um. So, it takes about two hours for them to get kind of the canisters, like, set up properly. Uh, there are these, like, big, long, uh, kind of, like, inner tubes, um with with hoses at the end that they have uh set up um to like this big apparatus where the canisters are locked into place um and then uh two long tubes come out and there are two guys um at the front of each of them who kind of guide them to the the forest or the woods edge um and they they kick it on and begin uh spraying out um, the the gas f- that's contained within, 
And after, you know, 45 seconds to a minute, nothing's happening. And the, um, the guys, uh, at the camp are starting to panic. Um, <sighs> why is nothing happening? Isn't, isn't something supposed to be happening? Uh, it probably didn't get enough heat to it yet. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're... Their chemical throwers should heat up to a certain degree, a certain heat te- like threshold, so that they can spray the chemical and it can activate. I don't know what this means. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. I've never seen something like this. And then it happens. A, a ball of fire from the center of uh, this apparatus um, erupts. The, it, the, the sound is thunderously loud. A, a plume of, of fire and um, smoke uh, shoots up like 30 feet into the air. Um, the uh, guards or the, the, the skinners, uh, who you take to be skinners, um, you know, closest to this apparatus are, are eviscerated and the uh, ones further back are, you know, blown 20 feet uh, back and, and don't get up. The fire um, travels through these tubes, and both, uh, you know, guys at the front um, are, you know, exploded into into uh, viscera. Um, the fire catches on the gas that had been uh, already had already escaped into the into the at- or like the air, uh, and and catches fire, and the entire uh, woods are now up in flames. Oh, well, we fucked wow. that up. Um, let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think this is what we needed to do. I think we're good. Abel, I agree with you. We fucked up, but did you get it on recording? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I think so. You yeah. got it for the vine? All right, let's go. Yeah. 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 That was not what I thought you were going to do, but... I didn't think it was going to go up like that either. I thought it was going to be way smaller. I Hey, well... I mean... I don't know. Fire can be pulled out. Sometimes it's... I'm impressed. That was intense. Uh, Let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) As we're all just kind of like sitting there, just agog, staring at the flames. Let's get the fuck out of here. Shit. Oh god, man. Why are you still whispering? I'm fucking stressed. <laughs> My voice also hurts from fucking doing the the Sasquatch calls, okay? They're careless whispers because we feel very careless just now. Don't make me do it. I will mm 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 no, I'm gonna be playing that in the background. God damn it. Jesse, why you do that? Why you do that to me? Hmm? What? I did nothing. Um, so yeah, you guys pile back into the truck and uh, begin the long drive back to Northside. Ooh. With George Michael playing on the radio. Uh, I feel like I feel like George Michael would be like f- so antiquated at this. Oh at yeah, this George point. Michael would be like uh, it would be like classical music. <laughs> I mean, like, I not think, even golden oldies. I think, like, okay, I think like, classical music is still classical music because it, it was the classical period. Um, but it definitely, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like listening to like pre-World War One like big band. It's, it's so out of the cultural sphere that like to find, to f- even find copies of, of music from that, that period would be nigh impossible. <laughs> But Careless Whisper survived through all the wars and all the trauma, all the world destruction. Yeah, yeah. Careless there was like a, th- just the original copy that like, you know, survived survived uh, the 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 Great Napster explosion of of uh, twenty twenty three um, is uh, is all that's left. The saxophone was too sexy to die, and thus it survived. Survived on the on the deep recesses of the internet. I feel like Starphone G has some classic hits on her hard drive. Yeah, there probably there probably is like a is like a, a black market for them. Like you know 
It's just like, hey, you guys want some? Al- I got some Alice in Chains. It's so classic hits. All a bunch of anime openings and endings. Oh, uh, the classic one hundred percent. Abel, Abel, do you think that's enough to go back to Mandy, and you know, get her to do what you need her to do? You know, I feel like setting the forest on fire was not. I mean, we could just say it wasn't us. It was just the chemical. Um, I feel like they're both... Rody's going to be kind of mad about this. Somebody was going to be mad with us one way or another, so... <laughs> now it's everybody. <laughs> now it's everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. Um, but I, maybe we need to sleep on it, so... Okay. Um, I just say that it didn't happen the way it was supposed to. Uh, there might have been an error inside Biotechnica's uh, chemical processor that caused the chain reaction, and instead of releasing skinning chemical, it, it released fiery doom. I mean, how are we supposed to know? There you, there you go. Yeah, yeah, let's blame this on, on them. That's good. So yeah, it, shit. I don't know. I would just say we attached it, and it did something. I mean, we don't have to say anything about how we fucked with it first. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's <sighs> our plan. So let's, let's go see Mandy and Dugan and act surprised. And be like, oh, we don't know what happened. Um, did y'all get... And then just, let's just start. Did y'all give us correct information? What was in that canister, Mandy? You told us it was skin-eating skin eating fluid, and it was a mini-bomb. Uh, what do you... Honestly, that's a little better. I mean... All right, we can figure this out, but I just want everybody to know, while we're driving back, keep an eye out, because a Bigfoot might actually show up. Um, I did all those calls, so keep an eye out for Sasquatch, okay? Were they mating calls? I I didn't make them extra sexy, but you know me, I'm like 100% attraction, right? Um, I mean, it's, it's the nature, right? It's the nature of the Sasquatch. Yeah, they like to fuck. 